going to call the meeting to order. Um, Agnes, could we have a roll call, please? Pinia Costello? Here. Lopez? Tillotson? Yes. Here. Zigorowski? Yes. Hussein? Is that it? Did Mr. Sigorowski say yes? I think that was uh, Mr. Tillotson saying yes. Okay, so we only have two me two people present from the Educational Subcommittee, so this meeting would have to be an informational meeting. Unfortunately, we do not have enough members to attend as a quorum. So we will have an informational meeting. And can we have an attendance for the school committee, please? Wagner. Okay, so we have three members of the school committee and from the union representing the teachers. Thank you. And the superintendent of schools. Thank you. And from the director of maintenance. Thank you. And from the city council, we also have Mr. Frank LaFlam. Yes, I'm sorry. And participating on Zoom is Councillor Jim Tillotson. Right now, there's nobody in the audience, so we can start the meeting uh, in regards to our discussion items. And um, so one of the discussion items is going to be the, um, the, uh, the traffic in regards to how traffic is being handled with these schools and if there's any problems, difficulty, any questions or comments from the parents that I have the superintendent where uh, please address that. Thank you. Are you addressing the specific situation or just overall if I've overall, heard anything? Overall to update us. Oh, uh, understood. Okay. Thank you. So um, yes, as of last week when we I presented at the school committee, the one um, concern I was aware of was the emergency, uh, the emergency um, um, construction situation that was at Chickabee Comp and that there was a bus situation and um, meaning buses were parking on the streets causing a little bit of um, bottlenecking for residents and so that um, I know I was aware of that because that was emailed to me parents had called in and so we actually were working with the Chickabee police to actually help monitor that area and so um, as of today I know we're winding down that project it's wrapping up we were a couple of hours before ahead of schedule so we're happy to say that that will probably resolve itself and that's the one concern that has been brought to my attention okay um, thank you um, so basically that's the priority right now in regards to the next item, school bus safety, any comments about school bus safety? There's, uh, there seems to be concern about people running the school bus stop sign on various uh, streets. Uh, has that been an issue? Have been, has there been any issues in regards to school bus safety? Uh, I'm not aware of that as okay. far as running the signs. I know that in the beginning of the year, the school committee members um, emailed um, out that I think to their words, but also we reminded families that it is schools back in so that we should 
definitely we should always drive with safety. However, we want to have extra caution when we are talking about being in the school zones um, so that we can actually not worry about our, our, our students being safe or um, staff being, um, being in the danger of um, being unsafe. So I'm not aware of anything else, um, but that's what we did send out. We sent a, a gentle reminder out to the community that the school's back in. Okay, thank you. Mr. Lamont from the school committee, Ward 7. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Any other comments? Okay, so the other issue that we want to bring up is in compliance with the open meeting law in the city of Chicopee, if anybody's recording this meeting um, in the audience, um, that they must um, uh, recognize themselves, giving them the, giving the uh, public input the their name and the organization that they represent. Okay, so if there's anybody on Zoom that's recording this meeting, um, and also if there's anybody in the audience that's recording this meeting, they have to identify themselves and the organization. Okay, seeing none, we're going to continue the meeting. Thank you. Okay, so school bus safety hasn't been a major issue at this point in the school department. Traffic issues haven't been a issue in the school department as well. This is something that the city's been looking at in regards to traffic safety and school bus safety. So I'm very happy the um, the uh, school department is here with the um, the superintendent to discuss that there's no major problems with school bus safety and the traffic. In regards to the enrollment. Is there any comments in regards to how the enrollment is going in the city? As uh, in comparison to previous years, it's about the same. If we look at the uh, enrollments um, between last year and this year, there are about a couple of tens of dozens in the same. So we're about 6,700, just under 6,800, which is about the enrollment that it was about uh, last year as well. So um, far as um, enrollment with specialized populations, we are um, seeing a little bit of um, uh, swelling at some of our elementary schools as we welcome in our migrant families um, from um, different communities. So more specifically, it's affecting um, Bo and Barry. Um, those two elementary schools um, have numbers have increased this year. Okay, so Bo and Barry enrollment has increased. Any school that has decreased substantially their enrollment? Um, not to my knowledge, I apologize. I don't have those numbers yeah. in front of me, but nothing significant. We just, um, my assistant superintendent supplied the enrollment numbers just to be the other day, the two that were um, of concern, if you will, that we wanted to address and support our schools were the two elementary schools. Okay, thank you. Anybody else have any comments in regards to the enrollment increasing or decreasing anything from the union or any school committee person? Okay. Well, right. Sorry, I am Can just here. Your name? Oh, okay. sorry, Lauren Garlett. Yeah. I'm here on behalf. Laura Demarcus asked me to come this evening. I, if you have any questions for me, I can certainly do my best to address them. Um, and I work at Bellamy, by the way. Okay. So if you have like especially middle school questions, I can certainly try to address those. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay, any comments or anything from the school committee? Yes, Don Lamoth from Ward 7. Uh, traffic, 
they uh, added 75 spaces and brings the cars off the street into the parking lot so that there's less traffic on the street, on Hanman Street. So I, as far as I know, it's working well, but I haven't heard anything otherwise. Okay, great. I, I'd just like to comment Mr. on that. Mr. yes. Um, that's only a temporary fix right now. It's only trap rock that we expanded. And um, it's, prob it's probably 55 spaces, but when we put the new um, pavement in, it'll be 75 spaces. And that's part of the, what we have to talk about at some point of the funding for that parking lot. Thank you. Any other comments? Thanks. So in regards to the enrollment, there are two schools that we see an increase and um, that would be Bo and Barry. Thank you. The, um, the other item is, um, is the Bowie School Playground um, uh, equipment. Um, I've received some questions in regards to what's happening at Bowie School with the playground, and I was wondering if somebody could share the information publicly of what, uh, the status of what is happening with the playground equipment. Superintendent? Absolutely. If you don't mind, I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Chapdelaine. Oh, sure. Mr. Chapdelaine? Hi. Um, so, uh, Bowie Playground. So, um, is my mic on? It doesn't even seem like it's on. Yeah. It is. Okay. yeah. Um, so, uh, first of all, Bowie and Stryber Playgrounds are very old. They're, um, I would say, to guess offhand right now, I want to say I was involved in installing that, both those playgrounds. But I think Bowie was done probably in 1999 or 2000. So, you know, you're talking 23 years, 23 years old. Um, these playgrounds are not, you know, they're at their age to be replaced. And one of the problems is um, when parts uh, like slides or um, any of the climbing structures are damaged, they don't make, you can't get replacement parts for them anymore because they're not, they're not made anymore. So a lot of it is custom made. So at one point there was a broken slide we approached a couple different companies and basically was, were told it was a custom make. You had to get the slide actually built for the playground. The prices for that slide alone were around $22,000. So that, at that point, we said we should look into replacing the whole playground. So we re researched it, and after getting some quotes, we came, it came up to about $135,000 to replace that playground. So at that point, we realized we had to go to RFP and, and do a study so um, that has not been done yet because at one point that was they were looking into the school department was looking into using ESSER money to do that that uh, replacement and I don't think they could do it so it was on hold for a while and then we ended up finding a new company that will make a replacement slide for uh, it's, it's around two thousand um, dollars and that has been uh, processed and it's got an estimated delivery date of October 9th so as soon as it comes in we will install it. Uh, the wood chips have been done. I know there are some complaints about um, some of the weed growth around there and some, uh, the, some of the wood chips didn't look good. But in the summer, it's hard. We concentrate on getting the buildings ready first. And then once the buildings are ready, we, then a lot of my crews go outside and start working outside. So right before school started, everything was done there. Thank you. Mr. Lamont? Based on a letter we received today, there was a complaint about a pipe having a bucket over it. Is that part Great. of the slide, or is that going to be removed? Or? That, that has been removed. Okay. Yep. Mr. Wagner from um, Ward 8? One. One. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I've moved to Ward 8, but I still represent the I'm, Ward I'm 1. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank All you. All right. Um, yeah, I'd just like to 
to speak to this email as well, because whether intentionally or not, um, we got an email from a constituent, obviously, that wanted to address the slide and the playground condition of Bowie School. But whether intentionally or not, this constituent was led or misled to believe that um, this was going to be a meeting of the school committee tonight, and it was uh, an email, or this was a meeting that uh, the city council could take action on this topic. Um, in my view, it's not necessarily, uh, and if you look at other city councils around the Commonwealth, it's not necessarily something that they regularly do where they meet uh, with an education committee of their city council, um, as the issues are not legally within their purview. But that's just my opinion. We, we appear here as a courtesy. Yeah. Um, but with that said, the superintendent, the school committee, we, we manage the largest department in the city with our, with our own budget. We have our own elected leadership uh, to whom the superintendent is accountable only to them. And the way that some of these orders and agendas have been worded in the past, I just don't necessarily think that it's right for the city council to uh, necessarily subpoena, as it were, the school committee to appear before them. I just don't necessarily think that that's an appropriate course of action. And so I've advised this constituent that going forward, um, you know, there's, there's the school committee, which is specifically charged with education issues to which its concern should be addressed. And there's and there's a separate city council, uh, two distinct different bodies. Uh, I think that that's an important distinction to make. I, I think that's very well said. Um, I did see the letter from the constituent, and sometimes people get confused in regards to what kind of meeting that we're having. Um, this is a school uh, and education subcommittee that's formed by the city council. And it's easy to get confused because the education subcommittee tries to um, keep up with issues in regards to education. And I think your points are very well said, Mr. Wagner, and very well taken. Um, but I do know that there was this concern in regards to this playground, and um, they heard that this meeting is taking place and there might have been confusion of whether or not this was a school committee meeting or a city council meeting, but I will contact as well the constituent and say this meeting was a city council meeting that is a subcommittee involving education and to discuss education issues. Um, there were many years where the education committee on the city council did not meet. And we wanted to bring things up to date with the um, education subcommittee. What I could do is I could reach out to the school department and ask them for their advice in regards to what pertinent issues they would recommend for the education subcommittee. Or maybe we don't have to meet every couple of months. Some people feel we do, some people feel we don't. Um, and maybe it's better to make, wait every five years. You know, is, is that the proper way to handle the education subcommittee? So your points are very well taken. Uh, there, there was confusion when I saw the school committee um, because it isn't a school committee meeting. 
but it is an education subcommittee related to school issues. So moving forward, I think based on your recommendations, your concerns, um, if there's a call of the education subcommittee to discuss and update us on issues, then I will talk with the superintendent and see what he advises and what should be discussed. Yes, Mr. Warren. Well, therein, therein lies the issue. The superintendent should be talking to us and to his administrators. That is the, the proper way that this should be done, in my view. Okay. Most city councils in the area, Westfield, Holyoke, Springfield, Pittsfield, they don't have an education committee on their city council. That is exclusively what the school committee is for. Right. It is not something that is regularly done, and it is not something that they can meet, but they have no basis in law on which to act on educational issues. Excellent point. Yeah, excellent point. So moving forward, we're going to find out with the, the guidance of council, uh, President of the City Council, Laflam, where do we move with the Education Subcommittee? I don't know if Mr. Laflam at this point has any comments, questions, or concerns in regards to the point. agree with uh, Mr. Wagner, but the intent is not to do anything with the education or anything like that. The intent is when people call the city council, including myself, and ask questions, it's just to gain information. For example, um, we have union people who came to the city council meeting and, to, and said to us, you know, remember, if you remember the hundred $100,000, Money the mayor didn't give to the city council. 1.25 million. Yeah, whatever, that's what it was. So that was them, they're coming, they came to our meeting and said to us, hey, we need that money. And we said to them, why don't you go back to the, to the school committee? And I was one of them that said it, and asked them to use some of their money before you use this money. And I agree with that, I'm a taxpayer and a lot of people, you gotta understand, you guys are the school, and we're not trying to do nothing with education, that's not our job. We're not here to tell you what to do, but when we have people coming to us saying that the particular colorful parent that the school committee says it's you've got to go to the city council, go to the city council meeting, let them know what's going on. We have to clarify that. That's the intent of what I want. That's the intent of what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to do my personal self. I don't want to get involved in any union stuff, anything like that. It's not my intent. My intent is basically to find out, for example, tonight, I would ask uh, uh, Mr. Chaplain, can you give us an update on the monies for that is in the ESSER fund that is doing the air conditioning? Where are we with that? Because they came to our meeting and said that, you know, we need money to all the schools. So we, we as a city council has a right to understand it um, so that we can tell our constituents through you. Um, we cannot tell you what to do, nor can you tell the city council. We're not trying to do that. But I, I for one, like to get an update of that because people are asking me. And so I'd rather get it from the professionals and the school committee. And I always send people to the school committee because that's, that's not my job. Go and ask them. But when they come to our meetings, and if you want to listen to some of the tapes, they're there, asking us, we have no answers. But it's always nice to have those answers just for communications. And we can refer some of it back to you, but some of them we can't. We just like to answer. That's all my intent is to have it. That's all it used to be. 
Um, I don't, I'm not here to get involved in how Scott or anybody, when they're going to do a project or not, that's not my job. My job is just our job is to, is to just to get the information to back up the, what we're hearing out there as well as you, you get stuff on the city side. You know, how come we don't have sidewalks or how, how come we don't have this? How come we don't have that from the city council? And you bring that to us. You've come to our meeting many times, Don, and spoke about them. So that's the intent. You know, that's not your, his job. That's the city side. But that's not what it's about. It's teamwork. That's what I want, we should be doing, working as a team and, with, and respectfully on our own sides. So that's all I want to say about it. Yes, um, there are there are going to be several capital things that are going to be heading city council. Where does that actually get directed to? I was at the Frank. Goes to the mayor, and the mayor brings it to you. Okay. But Frank has been a good leader, keeping us keeping us informed in regards to expenditures. We're aware of it. So the question is, based on concerns, should we abolish? The education subcommittee. Correct. I don't think we should because I know historically. information can be brought forth so it's, it's a communication means uh, mr. Lamont and then mr. Chaplin yes we have a person mrs. Perrette that sits on the City Council as our liaison yeah. questions can be directed through her and you shouldn't have to call a separate meeting just to ask a question yeah. that would be the better avenue that we have there, there's probably a good time to have one, like if, like for instance, if you're building a place like Barry School or something, those are the type of things that you probably want to sit down and say, okay, let's talk about this. Why do you need this? What, what's, you know, for the everyday stuff, you could direct it through the superintendent's office or through Sandy. Um, yes, yeah, so this is not an official meeting, so we don't have to follow open me meeting laws because we're getting off topic here. We're not talking about what was on the agenda. Mr. Chaplin. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Uh, Superintendent Ware. Um, thank you. I was just going to add, um, not anything like that. Speaking to the topic, um, I, I, I heard when I came into this position that there, um, there was a need for more open communication um, with the city, meaning our families and the school department. And um, just thinking about um, my intentionality, I specifically am asking for the revi revi revitalization of the subcommittee for our facilities so that in real time, that about quarterly, I've asked Mr. Chapdelaine to give updates so the community could, if they didn't watch in live time, they could go back and see it because I understand that there were some communication things that have gone on in the past. More so, um, more so I also communicated in my, um, my entry plan last week that my goal is always to update the committee so that they're not caught off guard. But I also mean in the same breath that I, cho I choose to actually put the updates so that no one has to guess 
because I understand that people can't just get a hold of me. I understand that. But I also want them to be able to say so, or as people begin to know who I am and trust me, they understand that the updates I put before the school committee are intentional so that people, the public can actually go back and get an update. So I'm just speaking to the updates I heard Mr. Lefalem, um say about some of the air conditioning and more specifically, that was something I asked Mr. Chapdelaine to address last week because I knew with the first week of school, which were, were very hot days, um, we had to make some tough decisions. However, that was an impetus to get things going. So I just want to just show the town council as well as the school committee, my intentionality behind communication is very specific so that we can bridge that gap. Well, I think the intention of the education subcommittee would be transparency and that concerns that were raised um, were be, would now become a matter of public record. Uh, one thing I've learned on the council, and I'm a newbie, is that it's very good, and, and Councilor Laflam has been supportive of this, to have subcommittee meetings. Because when you have a subcommittee meeting, everything then is on record, and everybody knows what everybody else is doing. So, um, but again, if the school committee feels that this is a problem and maybe it's good to have a meeting once every three or four years, you know, in regards to some emergency or whatever, we can do that. And that's something I can talk to Councillor LaFlam about it. Or we could abolish the committee and then just have a communication center. That would be something that we would have to look at in regards to the comments and the concerns raised by school committee member Wagner. Uh, Mr. LaFlam. Thanks. Um, Mr. Chaplain, you just brought up a good point. There were some certain things like you just mentioned, so we were going off course. I was not gonna bring up about the, uh, the air conditioners because of the fact it wasn't on the agenda. But you know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I respect that. And I was, that's why I said I was, when we were talking about why I would like to see stuff is when people from the school committee come to the city side and ask the question. And my thing is, why are you, if you, and I can tell you the date I said it, why are you not in front of the school committee saying all this? Because that's where you should be going, not to us. And I, I referred her to go back to them and, because that's where it should have. And, but we, we, as, as a, in a, my point, I think we should do it just uh, twice a year, unless there's an absolute emergency. One in the middle of the budget, just to see how we're doing. Because the city should know how we're doing with the budget, with the school department. Being the largest part of it, we, we, you do the budget, but we, we sign off on the budget. We, we're, we're limited to what we can do. We can't do much, but we want to know because we have our residents on our side asking the questions as city councilors. So, you know, I'm not looking to have one every month, every six months. Um, Furthermore, I, I cannot just do it. It would be the full board to say, get rid of it or not. Um, it has to go to our rules. Um, so and to change it, um, so that if that's what the, the will of, of the, the board is, we will go once a year maybe. I think it's a good idea. But I, I still say that it's important that when we have questions to get answers, I don't want to bar, um, you, you have mentioned, someone I mentioned about Sandra, uh, um, school committee Perrette. Uh, we can go through her. But the idea is that going through her and her not giving us the same information, having Scott is telling us it could have leave some about what we wanted to know. So it's, it's a third, a third party sometimes 
don't remember, and no disrespect, I forget things too, but this is going to the public. So we are getting our answers that people watch us and because we get the calls and, and they say, hey, you know, what's the answer in that? You never responded to us. So it's just to have an open communication with it. And I'm, I personally think once, you, once in the middle of the year, and then you're in front of a, in front of budget time. So that's the second time. We don't need to do it all because most of it we don't have to deal with. As Mr. Chaplin indicated, um, there was this um, off topic in regards to this. Um, I just wanted to address some of Mr. Wagner's concerns, um, but we can't discuss it any further at this time. Um, but I will bring it in front of uh, Councillor uh, LaFlam. So basically, everything that's on the agenda has been discussed. Um, any other comments, Mrs. Perez? Just in relationship to the um, to the playground, just because of the mention of the pipe, and I know that it was corrected now, but how often are these um, outside areas kind of looked at by either someone in the building who's there every day or by the um, maintenance department just because there was a concern by the, by the parent that it was there for a while? So I, I didn't read that whole email. I, I just saw it when I sat down at the bench over there. Um, but uh, a custodian walks at those grounds every day around that building every single day. So, um, you know, I, if you're asking me when, when I don't know what the email says totally, so I can't tell you. Uh, but I can tell you, I got a call from a parent that complained that there was trash on the ground and it was, it was actually, it was a call to the superintendent's office. I was in the superintendent's office at the time. I said, I will call the custodian right now. The custodian walked out there, said, I don't see anything. I don't see any trash. I don't see any debris as they, sp they spoke about. There are some weeds around, but that's all I see is some overgrown weeds. So then that next morning I went there and then I called the gentleman on the phone and he didn't agree with everything I said. And he was actually very rude. The parents said it was in the fall of 2022 and that I, when I was coaching my daughter's soccer team at Bowie Field, I had run over to the playground yeah, to, re, to retrieve a ball that went into the Bowie landscape off the field. It was at this time I first observed a plastic milk crate covering a pipe that was sticking out of the ground, the end, and then in parentheses, the end ground attachment to a second rope slide that had been taken down. So it seemed like it had been there for a while. I'm just concerned that, you know, and I appreciate that it has been taken care of, but that um, children are out playing. And I guess so, we have a mechanism that maybe the parent and, you know, encouraging them as well to not only to reach out to the school, um, to let them know, because we all have an interest, whether it's ourselves as the, um, the school committee reps or the, the people in the building, but each one of us as parents, if we see something should, and I know that you all are fostering an open door policy to, to reach out and share the observations that they have. I agree. Okay, back on topic. Um, and again, any questions or comments that were raised today, we will follow up on um, with the president of the city council. Um, now I'm looking, Mr. Tillotson is uh, on Zoom. So could I have a motion to adjourn? Jim, 
Jim. Motion to adjourn. Okay. There's only two of us. All in favor? Roll call, Mr. Tillotson. Yes. And I'm a yes. Meeting now is adjourned. It's not a regular meeting because we didn't have a quorum. Thank you.